0: Let us pray, pray together on our knees. Let us pray, pray together on our knees. When I fall on my knees with my face to the rising sun, oh Lord, have mercy on me. Welcome to the Bible Speaks with Audley McLean. The Bible Speaks is a weekly ministry of Harvest International. Our prayer is that The Bible Speaks will encourage you in your study of God's Word. You will be able to contact Audley at the address given at the end of this broadcast. And now, here's Audley. And I bring you greetings again in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And I want to take the opportunity to thank those of you who make this broadcast possible. I thank you for your prayers and for the financial help that keeps paying the bills for radio time. We're offered additional time in some strategic places, but we don't have the resources to do that. Could I share with you the opportunity of becoming a partner with us in spreading the good news and reaping by God's grace from his abundance? You can do your giving on at our website at harvestinternational.org and just check radio. And I'd like to ask for your help in another matter. You know, there are people in your neighborhood and perhaps the broadcast isn't heard in their town or friends or family members in different parts of the world. Encourage them to tune in to Uh, The Bible Speaks on our website. We have our programs archived for several years and they can pick any date and listen at www.harvestinternational.org. That's harvestinternational.org. We look forward to hearing from you. God bless you and again thank you. Thank you for your fellowship in the gospel. Today we want to take a look. For the past week in our words of inspiration, we were talking about fruit-bearing and being productive for God in our world. The Lord Jesus laid out the groundwork for this aspect of ministry or for ministry to be spoken of as a garden project, as a farming project. And that's in John's Gospel, chapter 15. And again, I remind you that in this passage, in this section of John, the Lord Jesus was just this far from laying down his life on Calabar's cross. This was his last long walk and talk with his disciples. And he felt it was important for them to get the message of being good fruit bearers. Our lives tell a story. Our lives demonstrate God's glory. Our lives ought to be fruitful vines for the glory of God. Our Father in heaven, we pray that as we read John's Gospel, chapter 15, our hearts should be moved by your Holy Spirit to join hands with you in demonstrating in our world your great love your great sacrifice, and the glory of fellowship with you. We pray that this may happen today as this broadcast goes out. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. John's Gospel, Chapter 15. Jesus, the true vine. I am the true grapevine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit and he purges the branches, he prunes the branches that do bear fruit so that they will produce even more. You have already been pruned and purified by the message I have given unto you. Remain in me and I will remain in you for a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine, and you cannot bear fruit unless you remain in me. In this first passage, the Lord Jesus is illustrating the closeness of the fellowship that every believer has with him and with the Father through him. And he is also reminding us that the capacity to do this has been provided because he just before he got to this point in his story he told them of the Holy Spirit who is coming who was among them but who would be in them time and time again in the Old Testament we read that the Spirit of God came upon this person upon that person upon David upon Samson upon Elijah. And Jesus said to his disciples, he's here among you, but I'm going to go away and the Holy Spirit shall be within you. So every believer in the Lord Jesus is privileged to have the Spirit of God living in your life. But the Spirit of God is not going to corral your emotions and your commitment. It's an action you must constantly be taking, taking advantage of, leaning upon the power of the indwelling Holy Spirit to prompt you, to promote you, to guide you, to direct you. We have help from above. Verse 5 says, Yes, I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. To my father, In this passage, the question often arises, is Jesus saying that I must hang on, and if I'm lucky enough, I'll make it to get to heaven? No. He says that when we we're born into his family, we we're born for keeps. But he's talking here about those who were peripherally uh, professing to be followers. They came halfway. But they weren't committed and they soon didn't continue. When you come to the Lord Jesus Christ by faith, the Bible says you are born into the family of God. Like Jesus said, you must be born again. And then begins the process of growth and development and productivity. Verse 9, I have loved you even as the Father loved me. Remain in me, in my love. When you obey my commandments, you remain in my love just as I obey my Father's commandments and remain in his love. I have told you these things so that you will be filled with my joy. Yes, your joy will overflow. This is my commandment, love each other in the same way I have loved you. There is no greater love than to lay down one's life For His friends. You're my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you slaves because a master doesn't confide in his slaves. Now you are my friends since I have told you everything that the Father has told me. You didn't choose me. I chose you. I appointed you to go and produce lasting fruit so that the Father will Give you whatever you ask for using my name. This is my command. Love one another. Jesus Christ is building a picture of divine intimacy. In the Old Testament, Moses represented the presence of God to the people who he was leading out of Egypt. And the congregation was not allowed to go into the holy place or the holiest of all. The high priest did. And they were told to stay away because the holiness of God would engulf them. Only the high priest was able to go into the holiest of all, the holy of holies. In the New Testament, on the contrary, we're told to come boldly to the throne of grace so we may obtain grace Mercy and find grace to help in time of need. God has given to you the benefit of a new arrangement. The Lord Jesus came that he might bring us God's life while we're here on earth and to prepare us for an eternal relationship with him. But he has a job for us to do. It is to be fruit bearers, bearing spiritual fruit, and demonstrating God's love in a loveless world. By this, Jesus says, shall all men know that you are my disciples, if you have love one for another. Our lives are a showpiece for God, and the world won't embrace you because of that. Listen to what Jesus says. If the world hates you, remember it hated me first. The world would love you as one of its own if you belong to it. But you are no longer part of the world. I chose you to come out of the world. So it hates you. Do you remember what I told you? A slave is no greater than the master. Since they persecuted me, naturally, they'll persecute you. And if they had listened to me, they would listen to you. They will do all this to you because of me, for they have rejected the one who sent me. What I'm saying to you, dear friends, is what Jesus said. We're in good company if the world doesn't embrace you. We're in good company if the world doesn't make us hail fellow well met. In the world you shall have persecution. And I know that I sound like a old fogey or I'm, I'm trying to be to quiet the party down, when I remind you that Jesus says you're going to be persecuted in the world, but it's in the book, it's from the Master, and it's true. But now they have no excuse for their sin. Anyone who hates me also hates my Father. If I hadn't done such miraculous signs among them that no one else could do, they would have no guilt. But as it is, They've seen everything I did, yet they still hate me, and they hate my Father. This fulfills what is written in the Scriptures, they hated me without a cause. But I will send you the Advocate, the Spirit of Truth. He will come to you from the Father and will testify all about me. And you must also testify about me because you have been with me from the beginning of my ministry. And then the same commitment that these people who were with him from the beginning of the ministry now share with us. And you and I are part of the extension, the continuation of the Jesus life on earth. The world is not going to embrace you, but those whom the Father calls, those who respond to his invitation. And we together and come boldly to the throne of grace. God bless you. Help you to become fruitful for the glory of God. Amen. I've wandered far away from God. This program is cared for by listeners who care. It yeah. yeah. yeah.